My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, it's nice that we're all here to fill our Father's house. Last Sunday, it was too empty. <laughs> I'm still sore from shoveling the walks three times, and we have a lot of sidewalks here. So uh, I had a little help, it was nice, but still, it's a lot of shoveling. Snow belongs in the mountains. You can be either part of the problem or part of the solution. You can either be part of the problem or part of the solution. When I was a young man in roofing construction, I had my first two crews, a crews about six men each. I had to learn to deal with employees. And I had one particular employee that was a little tough to work with. We'd lay out plans, and then he would say, oh, yeah, this is great, but, you know, we should have done this, we should have done that, we should have done that, over and over and over again. He was wearing me down. If that was my parents, I would have psychological damage. Never good enough. So finally, out of frustration, those words came out. Look, you're either part of the problem or you're going to be part of the solution. You're part of the problem because you're not doing anything to help. Yeah, you, you say all these things, but you don't put yourself into any of them. I make these changes on some of the things you suggested, and you don't take advantage of them. You're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. You're an obstacle to yourself. We hear that somewhat today in our gospel. Well, not directly from this gospel, this gospel, the beautiful prodigal son, is part of a trilogy. So we need to zoom out and see the context of which St. Luke puts this parable. St. Luke records that, G that the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to Jesus to hear him. They were coming near to Jesus to hear him. He would go on to write that the Pharisees and scribes were murmuring, murmuring, that he is receiving sinners and eating with them. The murmuring that he is receiving sinners and eating with them. So Jesus launches into a trilogy of parables. In other words, he's saying, look, you're either going to be part of the problem or part of the solution. So he tells the first parable about the good shepherd who loses one of his sheep, and so he leaves the 99 to go and search for the lost one. And when he finds the lost one and returns, he gathers all his friends around and he has them rejoice with him because what he lost has been found. Then he goes into the next parable. A woman had ten silver coins. She lost one. She tore the house apart, scouring it until she found it. Then she called her friends together and said, Rejoice with me, what I lost has been found. 
And then he tells the parable that we heard today about a father who loses his son. Thought he was lost, but always with an eye on the horizon hoping for his return. And when he does return, he gathers everybody around him and says, Rejoice with me. What was lost has been found. All of us together are those who have been lost and have been found at some point in our lives. And Jesus says, when repentance of one sinner, the heavenly hosts rejoice. So he rejoices with us every time we turn from sin. The Pharisees and scribes should have been rejoicing every time a sinner came to Jesus and wanted to reform his life. You're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. And Jesus goes into the final part of our parable today about the elder son, which is a direct reflection to the Pharisees and the scribes of which he was addressing these two. He told the other son, look, you've been with me always. Everything I have is yours. But we needed to celebrate because what we lost has been found. But you become part of the problem and not part of the solution. You've created a barrier for them. As Jesus would say elsewhere in Scripture, that you put all these laws on them, but you don't lift a finger to help them. You don't lift a finger. So you're part of the problem. But there are some that were part of the solution. Joseph of Arimathea, Nicodemus who visited Jesus by night. What about us? Are we going to be part of the problem or are we going to be part of the solution in the Christian life? Are we creating obstacles and barriers that sinners don't return to the church because of some way we're presenting ourselves to others? Are we setting ourselves up as being holier now, making it such an obstacle that people say, well, I can't go to your church, I can't be a Christian, man, I can't even live up to what you're saying. Are we being authentic Christians, recognizing that we were the lost ones as well, and that we have been found and a Father who is unconditionally loving us, are we able to open up ourselves in our humility, in our brokenness, and allow Him to come, allow her to come? Remembering that there's only one judge, and we're not it. Are we part of the problem, or are we part of the solution? Are we going to be a barrier to the... Uh, Spreading of the Christian word, the Christian salvation, the Christian joy, the Christian life? Are we going to be part of the solution by being authentic? Not just when we're here putting on, you know, in here, where we're one way and then when we go home or when we're somewhere where no one knows us, we're somebody else. But we're our true selves in all situations. I am a broken sinner who's returning time and time again to the Father, and every time I leave and come back, the Father receives me in the fullness of joy. Are we part of the problem, or are we part of the solution? The scribes and Pharisees 
murmured that Jesus was receiving tax collectors and sinners and eating with them. All the while, tax collectors and sinners were drawing near to Jesus to hear him. The question posed by Jesus to the Pharisees and scribes, and he poses to you and I today, are we going to be part of the problem? Or are we going to be part of the solution? Are we going to be an obstacle to Christian growth? Or are we going to be part of its growth, facilitating life and love, kindness, forgiveness, and mercy? It's a question we'll each have to ask ourselves throughout our lifetime. In this situation, in that situation, am I part of the problem or am I going to be part of the solution?